Last time on The Dungeon House, Astoria departed, leaving the group with a new companion and hinting towards Caspian a little bit about his father. The party decides to do what all great parties do after a long adventure. They go shopping. During their shopping, they meet Maurice, a giant elephant man, and accept his quest to help him open new stores. Maurice then loans his slave girl to assist them. What will the party do now? Will they effectively head out on their quest, or will they end up distracted? Find out right now on The Dungeon House. Welcome to The Dungeon House. Welcome everybody in an appropriate PC way to our podcast. We're back, baby! I know. It has been a while. It has been a long while. Just to give an update for the people that actually care. Uh, not too personal about our lives, but a little bit personal. Um, so this last month, I... How long has it been? Like a month? A month and a half? About a month oh, and a half, yeah. Sucks. Oh my gosh. But I was actually gone in New York City just for some corporate training for my job. And so because I was gone, I forced everybody not to play. Pretty much. It's all his fault. Yeah, it's true. All of us are down. It's always the DM's fault. Always. It is. It is. Uh, but we have a new player. Yeah. That is true. Yes. Do you want to introduce yourself? Um, I'm Casey. I did sassy commentary a few episodes in like the very, very beginning. Oh, yeah. It was like the second. Or it was like the episode, second or third yeah. episode, like very, very beginning. Uh, and now you guys have to deal with me all the time. <laughs> It'll be yes. great. Yay. I'm excited. <laughs> Should be good. nice. So, real fast. Of silence for Joy, the real MVP. She <laughs> is the one that uh, writes all the notes and important things down. Let's be honest. Ari's character is the one that is holding us together, probably. <laughs> like, we need well, to get you, and 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 Samantha. Samantha's like the morally like obligated person that helps us, and then Ari and then is Rob, just like Rob pushes the plot line. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should emphasize that rock pushes the plot. (laughs) Okay, so uh, we're just going to start with you guys leaving Maurice's store. Like you guys have just been shopping like we've been talking about. Um, It's about noonish, mid-afternoon. Caspian's outside being Caspian. I think Sarek's outside also, right? You didn't go shopping, Sarek. Kyle, you're cutting in and out again. Okay, sorry about that. So Sarek's outside. Um, and yeah, so you guys have just left Maurice's store. You have your slave girl with you, Naiva, and a nice little cart. And a We learned that it's enslaved, right? Didn't, didn't you tell us that? Today? Yes, yeah, please use the term enslaved. That's not like, please use it. It's just like that is um, a better term in our current language. Okay, enslaved, the enslaved girl. Right, Did she used to be a slave. We don't know, we haven't talked to her. Okay, but you guys are just outside Marisa's shop. What do you do? Um, Rock is going to uh, walk around in a shirt. <laughs> what? What? He bought a new shirt. He's going to walk around in it. In his new clothes. <clears throat> that didn't Caspian pick out for him? 
And no, you didn't choose the ones that Caspian picked out, remember? Because didn't Caspian like bad taste? Ca- yeah, you said bad. Like you were like you understood why I only have two shirts and have, they each have holes in them. So if we walk out, what uh, what do we see? Like what's around us? Yeah, so you just walk out. Um, just sort of surrounding you is still the city of Astoria. Um, just a couple shops around. It's it's not too busy right now. Just a couple people walking around, just like a basic city block type thing. Is Naiva with us? Yeah, so she's standing next to like the horse in the cart. So he, Rock's probably gonna approach Naiva and strike up a conversation. It's not gonna start with how you doing, contrary to popular belief. Um, he's gonna walk up and be like, "So Naiva, um, tell me about yourself." That sounds even worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me try again. <laughs> Naiva, tell me, tell me about. Thank <laughs> goodness I'm not a boy in real life. You guys. <laughs> Uh, Naiva just sort of like looks back at Rock and just like sort of stares into his eyes and just doesn't say anything. Rock's gonna be like, are you from Astoria? You just sort of sit there in awkward silence as Naiva just sort of stares back not saying anything. Do you like talking? Once again, Naiva just sort of (laughs) needs to stare into Rock's soul. Rock's gonna get a little bit closer and put his hand out in front of her and like wave it in front of her eyes and look for a response. Yeah, there's no response. So at that point, Sarah will chime in and say, "So we're going to the Capitol, right? Then to go set up one of these these businesses for Maurice." It wasn't the Capitol. It was somewhere down south on our way to the Water Temple. Wait, we're going to the Capitol. No. Yes, we have agreed to... That direction, yeah. <clears throat> Why? We've agreed to help Maurice set up some shops. Some shops in exchange for some more expensive, more useful items. And who's Maurice? He's the owner of the shop we were just in. Is the capital towards or away from the water temple that is our eventual goal? It's going to be in the general same direction. Good, okay. Well, um, let's head out. Any objections? Not for me, oh. that's for sure. Let's go! And Rock's right, going to start walking. As we start walking, I'm going to question Sarek. <laughs> Sarek, so where is this water temple? You have not yet told us the location. The water temple? Yeah. Um, let me pull up my map here. As I just demonstrate you, <laughs> demonstrate to you on the map um, in the general direction. I'm trying to find where to it's at again. I, my phone keeps <laughs> right. yeah. Is Rock just walking? Like, do you even know where you're going? Um, Definitely not. not. So while Sarek <coughs> is doing that, Samantha will jump on Ari and climb on her to the top and will <laughs> be like, what y'all talking about? Uh, I'll, wait. Oh, okay. you're gonna climb are, you, are you on my shoulders or are you on my back? I'm on your shoulders. Now. Make up. <laughs> make Good. Like acrobatics check real fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. So that is um, 22. Yeah. How tall oh. are you? 5'3". So yeah, you, uh, you easily scale Ari's back. Okay. Uh, I, I'm seeing the picture. It's like are you right letting there. her be on you? Ari's a gentle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like a backpack. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, we are talking about the location of the water temple. 
What are, what are you doing? I am eavesdropping. <laughs> Not very subtle, are we? No, because I want to be included. Um. I don't remember. Hey, let's head off towards the direction of the capital. Let's just head. Let's do that, yep. And, and we'll come back to this. Anyway, um, Brock's going to try to talk to Naive again. Is she, like, in front of us or behind us? Is she left yet with the cart? Are we all walking, or is it just me? Caspian's yes. in the cart. How <laughs> <laughs> is Naive going to pull you? No, there's horses. Oh. So, like, no one's driving the cart, though, so the cart's just sort of, like, sitting there. Caspian's is- sitting at the <laughs> <not moving. laughs> Naive is standing next to it. Rock's walking off. I just kind of like look. It's like, Naiva, how do we get the cart? Uh, do you have any animals or is the cart magic? You see a horse. Oh, is there a horse? You yeah. said there was a cart. You didn't say there was no animal. I said there was a horse. You such thing. Anyways, so I guess, yeah, Sarek would just take the lead for the horse and just start walking, kind of falling behind Rock. Are we- yeah, step into line with them and continue talking about the water temple. With me. With, <laughs> with her on my back. <laughs> so are you guys on your way heading out of the city? Yeah. Okay, yeah. as you guys said, I need one of you guys to roll a D20. 13. 13. 13. And then um, 6. No, 13. <laughs> Plus that. Okay, sweet. So as you guys are walking out of the city, you know, um, you're sort of heading out. Um, do you know, like, what direction you're heading out? Like, north, south, or are you just trying oh, to take, like... Aspen's sitting in the cart. Rock's walking. Well, the water temple pick, and the pick capital away, are pick south, away, just say north, correct? South, west, yeah. Yes. So we are heading south. south right? Okay. South. Are there any cities you're heading to? Are there? Darter? So you guys are heading to Darter, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. said, are there? <laughs> Nice. So, as you guys are heading out to, like, Darter, um, Ari, I need you to make just, like, a perception check, say. Okay. Does she get bonus because she has four eyes now? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, perception. Uh, 13. All right. Bonus. Okay, sweet. That works out then. So, as you guys are walking, um, sort of, like, walking through, like, a crowd say on the way out of the city there's like people bumping around you know you have like a big cart in the way as you're just navigating through uh suddenly through the crowd you do feel like something is missing from yourself as you start sort of like feeling around your pork pockets and stuff you realize that your satchel with money your little money pocket is gone i didn't take it all right i am going to get um (laughs) samantha Samantha off my back i'm gonna draw one of my swords and say who took who took my money? Rock's gonna gently pat himself down to make sure that he didn't and be like, yeah, who took it? <laughs> I'm going to look around furiously for this hey, thief. Make a perception check as you're looking around. Can I describe how she's- 14. <laughs> and what, what did you say, Faith? Description of how she threw me would be fun. Sure, describe it. Uh, so basically I grabbed your shoulders and I just kind of Set you down. Oh, I was like a tonic for like, like, yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not trying to find money. I know how to get people off my back. <laughs> okay, nice. So, uh, what did you roll again? 14. Okay, and Casey, can you make a stealth check? 
she's a bandit! Huh? 14 plus 4? 19. Ooh. Through a 19. So, as you start looking through the crowd and stuff like that, <laughs> um, you see, like, it's a crowded crowd. There's nothing really that catches your interest really, as you're looking for your money back in the crowd. Okay, I'm going to turn to my party members and I'm going to say, okay, you guys, someone just stole my money. We need to find this person. All right, Rock and all his wisdom is going to take it. <laughs> all right, Did ready? you have it in the shop? Yes, I had it in the shop. And I had it when we left the shop, Mom. Sure. 16. Are you looking for? Yeah, I'm like, what? And I'm like looking around to see. Okay. Sneaky. So a 16. Like a snake. Uh, so yeah, as you're looking around, um, you don't like see anything like too out of like granted it's a busy street there's a lot going on um, yeah 16 doesn't cut it alright he's gonna pull out the big guns All um, right, he's first off before we pull out the big guns Sarek is just gonna kind of quietly be turning and looking around he's also gonna make a perception check if that's okay but using his keen sense Ooh. okay Ooh, okay can, can- Oh, Can that be just Finish and Samantha gets in his way with his face? <laughs> so it's a perception, correct? Yeah. And Samantha, <laughs> are, you, are you getting in the way of Sarek? Yeah. Okay. It's it's disadvantage because Samantha's yeah. distracting you right now, Sarek. How are you distracting Sarek? Well, he's looking, and I hop, like I jump, as I'm short. <laughs> like, oh, what? Are you looking for me? Oh, oh. <laughs> get stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what you get, David? So, real quick, I'm just going to double check and make sure this is correct. Um, so, with Keen Sense, I have proficiency in perception skills that would include the perception check, correct? Correct. Okay, so it would be my perception plus my proficiency, which is a 15 plus 6. That was with disadvantage, yeah. My other one was a 19. <laughs> All right. So as Samantha like, jumping around, trying to get your attention, doing what Samantha does best, uh, you do see out of the crowd that there's this short little like hooded figure sort of like weaving in and out that's looking like extremely suspicious. You do see that it is holding a bag. Okay, reflective I'm gonna... of a money bag. I'm, I'm going to tap Ari on the shoulder and I'm just going to point at the little girl. Just be like, Ari's going to take off in that direction. She's over there. Incoming. Little girl, super small. Can't miss her. All right. Unless you do. And then I to do. <laughs> I just, I he just deserves it. Running towards that girl. I don't care who's in my way. Nice. Is anyone I else? Have one drawn, just so you know. <laughs> is, that, is anyone else joining in the chase? Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're such a dysfunctional party. <laughs> Caspian stole my car. I mean, <laughs> Rob's trying to pull out his big guns, so it's just playing. <laughs> okay, awesome. So we're just gonna go into a chase scene with just Ari because the party didn't help. I mean, I guess they only know I, me for like two days. I, so. I didn't get an answer, oh, but oh, are, are you joining okay, the okay. chase, Sarah? I, yeah, I'm. I'm kind of following behind. Because okay, I, I actually see her and I know where she's at. Okay, I have. Wait, and Samantha's following Sarek, trying to flirt with Sarek. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So. Probably go too. She doesn't want to be alone with Caspian. 
All right. So the cart's just going to get left behind with Caspian alone. Sitting in the cart. <laughs> and Sitting alone. Naiva. And Naiva, the enslaved girl, just standing next to the cart. Heck yeah. All right. So let's begin this chase. Okay. Okay. So, Ari, I need you to make a. De- I need everyone to make a dex check, but I need Sarek, Samantha, and Rock to all do it with disadvantage. Oh, 19. Just a deck. Three. Yeah. Oh, 17 and then one. Oh. Dude, what? And then. And then what did you get, Sarah? That's with disadvantage. Give me one oh, second. I don't have disadvantage. He, yeah. Oh. Not, he said five. everyone except for me. Oh, nice. Wait, hold on. No hold one's going to get in the way of a charging half board, right? It's a dexterity, correct? Yes. Yeah. And then, K- Casey, I also need you to make that roll. Um. Dexterity. I got a 21. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a unnatural 20. Okay, sweet. So as this chase sort of begins, you see this small hooded figure sort of weaving in, darting out of people very successfully as it's narrowly getting through the crowd very well. Um, Ari, you're, you're getting through the crowd pretty well. You're able to keep pace at this point, not really gain, not really fall behind. You are sort of bumping into people with your shoulders and stuff like that. Just crushing them, I guess. <laughs> Out of the uh, way. <clears throat> Sarek, you're able, even with uh, Samantha trying to flirt with you, you're able to make pace, but also sort of make a little bit of a gain, sort of on a, sort of this approach. Samantha, um, you completely fall out of it. <laughs> <laughs> like with a nat one, I actually need you to, I'm going to roll a 1d4 real fast. You fall flat on your face and you take like three points of damage as you just like hit the curb. And then Rock, you see Samantha hit the ground, um, and I'm assuming you're just going there to help Samantha out. Samantha, <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me. Uh, that looks like it hurts a lot. Did she take any damage? She points damage. Here, let me help you heal you. Do you need healing, or do you just want to take a break? <laughs> I, I want to take a Okay, it's okay. Let's sit right here. It's okay. It's okay. Nah. With this scene, you do see a crowd starting to gather around you, too. <laughs> perfect. And Rock's going to pull out his new pan flute and do a jig and try to victory. I think you bought a <laughs> Nice. And the chase continues. Casey, make a dexterity roll. I'm ready to roll. <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, nine plus two. Um, oh, that's a six. Eight. Okay. Hey, Ari and Sarek, make your checks. <laughs> Is this one with disadvantage or well? Or? No, Sarek, no longer disadvantage. I got a 19. Ooh, okay, 19. Disadvantage? He didn't have this. He's okay. And Ari? 16. Okay, so with that, uh, you see us this like short little figure as it's starting in and out. Gets sort of hit by someone like walking down the street, sort of like, the, oh, oh, I'm in the way sort of situation. Uh, with that, Ari, you're able to make like a lot of ground. You're up to this like short little figure. And Sarek, you're like almost on top of this short little figure as you see it trying to struggle away. I need you guys all to make another dex check as this chase continues. No. <laughs> Actually, and why that's going on, Rock, make a performance check. I got that 20. I love this dice. <laughs> okay. Which side was there? I got a 14. I got a 21. Was it a nat, tw- nat it was a, 20? It was a nat 20 for me. Mine was a 19 plus two. Okay, so we add Rock, make a performance check. Oh, 
What are you performing, Samantha? Of course I'm going to sing. <laughs> <laughs> so this crowd gathered to see to help out you as you fall on the ground, and then all of a sudden it's turned into this performance on the spot. Imagine, imagine with me. Smackdown, face plant, and then just mermaid up. Why do I keep doing this podcast? Okay. <laughs> Samantha, make a performance check. Let's see how good your singing from a mermaid stance goes. Okay. Um, 15. That's a nice roll. Okay, so as you guys perform your performance of a sort, uh, you do get a couple gold pieces thrown at you. You guys walk away. You'll walk away with about 15, 15 gold pieces. 15? 15. Yeah. 15. Nice. And back to the chase. We see that... Uh, Ari, you just like start really pushing it. You know, your arms are flailing up. People are getting out of the way seeing this massive um, half orc just coming in hot. Uh, you do see this small little figure. It begins to start jumping sort of like into this back alley, sort of like going from wall to wall. Uh, Sarek, you're sort of tripping up and sort of like falling out of this. Right before this small figure like jumps into like a window out of the way, Ari, you reach out and you like grapple at his foot and you're able to catch it right before it jumps through the window. All right, I'm going to pull her down. I guess I don't know if they're he or she. I'm going to pull them down. <laughs> I'm going to grab the front of their shirt and say, give me back my money. What do we see? So, <laughs> as you pull this small figure down. <laughs> you, nothing. Casey, Casey, will you describe your character? What is okay. So, Ren is my character's name. She's a cute little halfling. Um, she's two foot two inches. Oh, that's so much. She's a little baby. Um, she's 27 pounds. She's a tiny little thing. Two boots tall. Yeah, it's about that tall. It's oh so itty bitty. Yeah. Um, Give me back my money. That's like her whole skeleton. She has short, wavy brown hair, which you can definitely tell she has herself. Because it's all choppy, but you can't tell it's wavy. Um, she's got like fair beige skin, and she's got brown eyes. And she's just a little thing. A little thing. So to set the scene, we have this big, tall, strong half-orc holding this small little halfling yelling at her, give me my money. <laughs> I'm not shaking baby syndrome. <laughs> All right, so, okay, what happens? What's going on? Again, give me back my money. First of all, rude. You don't have to shake me like I'm a rag doll. Here's your money, you big orc. And Ren throws the pouch on the floor. Um, can I make a stealth of hand? Uh, slide no, of hand I'm gonna check? slap her first. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so why do you want to make a slide of hand check? Well, let me not drop my dice. Okay. What's what's the slide of hand check for? What I want to steal like two gold pieces from the purse before I drop it. Okay, yeah, make a slide of hand check. It's a fifteen. Uh, you try. Actually, make a make a perception check, Ari. And then roll for damage. Ooh, 18. So, yeah, so you see as she insults you, as she drops the coin, you see her finger slip into it and pull out two gold pieces from your coin. And so are you going for the slap now? Oh, yeah. Okay, roll for damage with advantage. She's an orc! <laughs> exactly why for damage. Okay, um... Or you gotta roll for attack. Yeah, roll the hit. Okay, she hits. It's a 19. <laughs> Wait, oh, yeah, you have you... advantage. Go for that nat 20. Go for the nat 20. See if you can KO. Oh, on 19s. Oh, it is good on 19s! It's a great! Woo! Oh, oh that's right! <laughs> and 
then she dies. Uh, do you have another character, Casey? <laughs> we might just kill Casey's character right now. I'm so sorry. That's non-lethal damage, you guys. Okay. Actually, no, roll for damage. Uh, roll a... Uh, I think it's a D4, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Six points of damage. Plus strength. Oh, plus, plus your strength. If he wants to give you that. Uh, yeah, plus the strength. Please, Louise. So Where's my strength? Four. So, fantastic. I'm at zero health. Oh, my gosh. You can't uh, Okay. 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 <laughs> so, so you watch as you're holding this halfling, and you're so angry. You smack it beside the head, and you knock her unconscious right there on the spot. All right. So, okay. Uh, oh, my gosh. You're, like, holding her still? <laughs> like you a fish. You <laughs> slap the halfling. She so called me an orc. You are an orc. I'm an orc, and you guys know nothing about my backstory, and that is very. Oh, that is a really about my backstory. We don't even know Ari. We don't know anything about yeah. So Ari, as you're holding this limp halfling in your hand, you see as some people are like peering around the alleyway and just like eyeing you with wide eyes as you're like just holding this small thing, just knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to tuck her under my arm <laughs> like a dog, like a little okay. purse dog. <laughs> I'm gonna pick up my my, um, my coin pouch and I'm going to take back the two coins she took. What is Skillet doing right now? <laughs> uh, Sarek, you just walk in and you see this happen. What are you doing, Sarek? I'm pretty sure I just like I come around the corner and I'm like. <laughs> I just turn and walk away like I don't I'm not part of this situation. <laughs> I just come around the corner, I see it, and I'm like, huh? nope. I'm gone. Walking back to the cart. <laughs> Alright, with all my things collected, I'm going to take, to take this poor little halfling back to Savannah. Awesome. <laughs> Also, Casey, I need you to make a death saving throw. Uh, is that D20? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a two. Okay, so you take one. So, also, I know you said non-lethal damage, but I'm going to justify no, because you were enraged, and you weren't in control, so you hit her hard. <laughs> so, you are carrying this lifeless body. Okay, what do you do? I said I'd bring her back to Samantha. Nice. So you walk over and you see Samantha and Brock doing their thing. <laughs> Samantha, it's a baby. <laughs> a baby? Wait, where's the baby? Okay, I'm going to take it. Right when that happens, Sarah's walking past and like, you don't want to start this. I'm just keep going. <laughs> Anyways. So I'm going to go into the middle of the crowd, pushing people aside, right? I'm going to lay this halfling down at Samantha's feet and say, heal her. I'm murdered, baby! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Brock's going to be like, this is all part of the show, folks. Now let's all sing it together. <laughs> heal the halfling. <laughs> heal the halfling. Yeah! <laughs> this kind of sounds like a worship service. <laughs> I'm also going to be very close to the halfling in case when she's healed, she gets up and tries to bolt. I will be ready. Rock's gonna start like being 
like, all right, thank you for the, thank you, thank you so much. The gold goes in here. And start, Have you not like, shooting people healed yet, Samantha? Is that, is that okay? Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> Casey, make it. Casey, make another death save. Oh my god. I know this thing! I know! <laughs> it's an eight. Oh my gosh. Okay, are you gonna heal her? Do it! <laughs> I'll use healing word! Nice. Heal, murdered baby! <laughs> You're on one today. <laughs> it's the first day back. Okay, <laughs> and how much health does she get? So you get six up as you sort of you wake up, Ren, staring like you've just come back from the brink of death, staring at this orc just hovering over you with this dancing girl. <laughs> as Ren regains consciousness. You know, this is probably the weirdest way I've woken up when someone's tried to kill me. Didn't try to kill you, okay? It's not my fault you're a weakling. We um, love you. It's my race. Don't be racist. Yeah, don't really? be racist, Ari. I, I think you were the racist first. Listen to that the time. I did call you a big orc. But you also were holding me like a ragdoll. I so at that point, I'm going to grab her and I'm going to hold her like a ragdoll. Okay. <laughs> What'd you say to me? I said, you're right. I did. I was racist first. Because I did call you a name I'm not going to repeat again because I wanted to be smacked into non-existence. <laughs> but... How about we just none of us be racist and I can just go on my merry way? And that's not how this works. You're a thief. You're going to the authorities. You're a murderer, technically. I didn't kill you. You weren't dead. I almost was. If you didn't have this weird dancing woman over here, I wouldn't think. She's my friend. Do you want to get smacked again? <laughs> she was fine with being weird. She did a little weird dance. You are ready to Hey, uh, Ari. <clears throat> We're kind of trying to lay low. Who's this man in the cart? Why is he just in the cart? This is weird. I think we left the cart way behind. Yeah, we no, you no, see it in the distance? Because it's across the Yeah, but they the ran away from the cart No, because she's face-planted. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah but you guys were away from the cart. You weren't Unless you've moved the, the cart, which you have not moved. <laughs> I know for a fact you haven't moved. Kyle, <laughs> we need clarification. Are they near the cart or away from the cart? They're about 30 feet away from the cart, so they would be able to see the cart. Robert, you don't know that he's with us. No, but I can see a man in a cart, and I said, that's weird that there's a man in that cart. Why is that it? is true. Caspian does stand out as there's this cart in the middle of the road with everyone walking around it, and Caspian's just sitting in the cart. <laughs> and and I stopped someone who's walking past, boom, on the shoulder. Where do you find the authorities around here? Oh, um, uh, I don't, I don't want to be a part of this as this guy starts walking away. Look, Ari, he's really our like, oh, I, I come back, I'm like, look, did she get away with any of your money? Nope. I did not. <laughs> I'm gonna search her. Go, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and search her. But all I'm saying is she attempted to be a thief, but obviously failed miserably. True. Just like, like you and failed. <laughs> okay. Why don't Why don't you just make her like serve you until she basically earns the gold that she stole? I didn't steal anything. You can search me. Pretty sure we well, we watched you run away with the money. Attempted pouch. murder. <laughs> not attempt to murder you. Make an investigation check Rock as you search her. Rock assumes that she's in seven. That's it's just a ten. Ten. Okay. So as you search Ren, as you're holding her, um, you're able to find a couple items, but not. Uh, Casey, what what's Ren holding? But you don't have to disclose everything. Um, 
I have a small knife, uh, my clothing, and then a belt pouch with <clears throat> 10 gold. That is my gold. Okay, and, and that's. Okay, and that's what you're able to find on her. Okay. Where are your parents, man? Oh, man. How old are you? Dude, don't ask that. She's like half. Like half. <coughs> or how old? Much? 13 and a half. Thank you very much. I thought she was seven. I thought you were seven. I'm like huge. So? <laughs> I told you I seven am. year olds. <laughs> You've seen them. Everyone's huge like to you. <laughs> Valid point. Valid point. You're 13? And a half. <coughs> half of what? A year. Do you not know, like, seasons? I'm still, like, freaking out that you're not, like, just above a toddler right now. <laughs> I don't know if that's racist or not, so I'm not going to comment. Are you a hobbit? Is that racist? <laughs> Ren just, like, looks at Ari like she's on the office and just goes, <laughs> I just kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> rock is rock. <laughs> at, at this point, Sarah, Sarah, like, I, Sarah just wants to get on the road. I'm like, okay, look. Ari, just throw her in the cart with uh, Caspian over there. You can tie her up if you want to, and then we can deal with this later. If I am to be tied up, I request to be tied up on the horse, please. I like to be in high places. Uh, you're going to be sitting next to the sulking guy in the back. I don't want to hear about his angst. I want my own. <laughs> Trust me. You'll be able to share all of the angst that you want. He's the kind of guy that'll listen. I want to talk to him. You, trust me, you'll find good conversation. You don't seem like someone who knows. <laughs> all right, that's it. Everyone else up. told me I did good angst. All right, I'm going to tie her up. I'm going to toss her in the back of the... Okay, sweet. So you tie you tie her up and you throw her right next to Caspian. Caspian, as you see this halfling just sort of get thrown next to your side. What? Caspian, this is going to be your new best friend. Keep an eye on her. <laughs> as I go back to take the, the reins and keep walking. Don't worry, you don't have to do anything. She tries to escape, just yell. You just asked him to we do something you probably won't do. <laughs> Sarah just calls back, we are. <laughs> and that's when he grabs the rein and we start walking again. Why are we taking a kid with us? I am 13 and a half. Thank you. Again, <laughs> why are we taking a kid with us? Because, Caspian, you need a friend. <laughs> I don't like this elf dude. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> elf dude. Uh, elf dude. I thought you were talking about Caspian. Mm -hmm. uh, so are you guys heading out of the city now? Yes. yes. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> Goodbye, All right, as you guys leave Astoria, uh, look back at the city where so many fond memories and great adventures took place. People died. You made some more friends. Such a great time, right? Nice. So now you're on the path of the darter. So checking for your maps and stuff like that. Uh, if you take the map to Darter, it looks like it's going to be about a four-day journey. Um, did you guys even buy supplies for or anything like that? Nope. Yeah, oh, well, I still have supplies because I didn't use any of them because I've only been with them for like two days. Caspian has enough time. supplies for himself. We love you. Okay, do you guys want to buy supplies before you guys head out? Nope. I got supplies. We're gone. Sarek has supplies. He's been with the group for like two days. 
Rocky okay. is not a hunt. <laughs> Maybe even a day. I think only a day's passed since he's been with the group. <laughs> okay. So it seems like about half of you guys have supplies to actually live. <laughs> what? Ha about half of you guys have supplies. Uh, I assume you'd be sharing because I'm talented. Uh. Okay, Rock's gonna buy a Sammy before they leave. Is that fair? Okay. Yeah, I guess I, I will buy a couple more days ration as well. Okay, so for people who are buying rations, just minus about like two from your... Rations are a lot cheaper. One second. Yeah, there should only be like copper pieces, maybe silver. Yeah, let me... So, yeah, because you guys are freaking... I already minus two gold, so I've got like a heck lot of sandwiches. <laughs> Rock has a full backpack of sandwiches. Eventually they're going to mold at the bottom of the bag. Actually, yeah, for it'd be about two gold for five days worth of food, because it's about five silver per one day of rations. Mm -hmm. We're buying rations. About two gold. Okay. Do I have a bedroll? I don't have anything. I got like. <laughs> okay, let's detract ten gold from rock. Uh, what? Ten gold to buy like a bedroll and all that no, stuff. No, you would have grabbed your sister's gear. <laughs> Does she have a bedroll? Uh, I don't. Was... I don't. Yeah, she had like a whole um... case. I did gra grab her case. Okay, never mind that. You're good. Have you even gone through any of that? No, it's fresh. It's been like three days, man. It hasn't even been three days. Yeah. Sorry. Fresh went shopping immediately. Yes. He was naked. Coping. Nice. All right. So your first day on the road. It's pretty. It's only about a half day worth of journeying, but you're able to get like decently far. Um, as the night comes, do you guys like camp for the night, or what are you guys thinking of doing for the night? Oh yeah. Yeah, we'll camp. Yeah, we'll camp. Okay. No, I'm not camping tonight. <laughs> no, I choose to just keep walking. Okay, sweet. So for traveling, uh, just to make it easy for me and easy for you guys, try to make it enjoyable. What we'll do? So for each day on the road. Hold on, just real quick. When we camp, I'm just gonna cut her free and just see what she does. I stay in the cart and don't say anything and don't move. There we go. But to try to make this more fun, more fair, and to keep the flow of the story going pretty fast, uh, every day while you're on the trail, um, we'll do two rolls where you guys will roll a D12. Uh, depending on what you roll on the D12, we'll determine if anything happens while you guys are on the trail, random events, stuff like that. Um, you guys will have the option every night on the road to sit down and set up camp. If you guys want to have any conversations or discuss anything, that would be a time to like have that conversation. Um, if not, then we'll just move on to the next day. Sounds good? Okay. Okay. So first night, I need someone to roll a D12. I got it. I'll do it. Wait, are we taking shifts or what's going on? We'll, we'll just keep it simple. Where, okay. Yeah, just for simplicity's sake. We got a six. Okay, sweet. Uh, any conversations throughout the night? Um, I feel like Caspian would have kept watch at some point, but... Sarek sets up his tent. He's a two-person tent he sets up. Um, Rock's going to try to <laughs> commit conversation. <laughs> you say that you have a two-person tent that you set up? Yes. Are you you extra... <laughs> Oh boy. I'm gonna let this conversation happen. Oh, go ahead. 
Matt, do I roll for perception to see that he has a two-person tent, or do I just know that? You'd be able to make out he has a two-person tent. My eyes deceive me. <laughs> <laughs> this opportunity has arise. I shall take this opportunity. Samantha's there's a cross. It's like when you find out a college guy has more than one pillow. <laughs> <laughs> across the ground. And um, Jake, what are you doing? I am uh, setting up my tent. <gasps> Okay. <laughs> I slither, slither. I make like snake notes. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> it's Sarah is just kind of standing there, like, uh, yeah. As he like goes down to get into his tent. Rock is watching and like actually weeping. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like and then you know what happens? I stop right in front of the doorway to your tent and sit in an iconic. <laughs> <laughs> so, how you doing? Faith, uh, can you please explain what this pose so is? My pose is your traditional seductive pose. Legs <laughs> down, <clears throat> arm bent, head down, other one on leg. Leg, one leg bent. Yes. Okay, yeah. sexy beach pose. Yeah, yeah. sexy beach pose. There you go. Sexy beach pose. Beast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, the uh, uh, not nothing much. I'm just going to change out of my armor. I think. Samantha starts blushing. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Nasty. Blushing and everything. Well. Good to know. And then slither back away. Oh Red quietly just goes to herself. Wow, these people are really weird. This is really weird. I know how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We're going to end that conversation for the night. All right. As you guys all sleep, a couple of you guys keep watch. You make sure that Ren doesn't run away. As you guys are now technically kidnappers. It was, uh, man. Murderers and kidnappers. And Rock, we have a conversation with Ren. I do not attempt um, to murder you. Kyle. You didn't. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes. I know you want to do it for simplicity, but can we also do like maybe two watches a night? That way we can kind of set up random like pairings. Pairings. That way, if there is a conversation, it's only with like those two people at like you know five a.m. in the morning or whatever. You know what I mean? So yeah. And it always be like that. Like, who knows? Maybe they don't even want to talk and we'll skip past it. But, like, that way it's a little bit more like this is a private conversation and, like, not everyone just watching. Yeah. Okay. I'm down for that. Just like, as I do love DD and I love playing, but I do know that travel can sometimes get monotonous and stuff like that. So, whatever you guys are fine with doing to keep it fun and active, I'm fine in doing to keep it fun and active as well. I want to see everyone's one on one chats. Okay, sweet. So, okay, pick. Uh, I, I like one-on-one chance. I think I think it gives a chance for role playing and growth. So you let them on. Okay, sweet. So who's gonna keep watch for the first part of the night? 
Uh, Caspian's been asleep for a lot of the uh, travel, so he'll uh, he'll probably stay up. I and Sarek, I guess, will volunteer just because Sarek doesn't really need to sleep. Okay, so first watch is Caspian and Sarek, and who's going to be the second watch? Um, I'll do second watch. Okay. I'll I'll just stay up through the, like I'll just take watch the entire night. I only need like two hours of sleep, uh, two hours of meditation. Elves elves can get away with doing it twice Sarah, at least. So we're all gonna have our <coughs> private conversations with Sarek. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sweet. So as you guys go to bed, uh, Caspian and Sarek, you guys are up on the first watch. Uh, we'll get we'll have you guys roll for fun. Roll a D at twelve. Both of us or just one of us? Just one. I got a twelve. Oh my gosh, you got a twelve. Sweet. <laughs> so. As as you guys are sort of sitting there chilling on the night, um, you've just get it, you're getting out of Astoria, right? So you're still sort of in like this woody country with hills and stuff like that. As you're making your way to Darter, which um, is still in the woods, but more towards the hill country, um, you do see off in the distance though um, that there's sort of like a fire, like a little bit of a light off in the distance. Um, you can sort of make it out as that's probably where. Um, there's a, some population or something like that, but you do sort of see like a light off in the distance. Um, make a perception check real fast. I'm not seeing anything. <laughs> I got an 18. Okay, with an 18, as you guys are just sort of sitting there, um, what you think might be the city off in the distance as elevation starts going down. Um, Sarah, as you're sitting there, sort of in that general direction, not like on top of the city or anything, but just in that general direction, you see, just for a brief second, sort of this like purple lightning bolt sort of flash in the sky and then it's gone. I'm gonna... Gasman, did you see that? Who are you again? <laughs> and he'll, I'll just, Cassie, or Sarah will just like, kind of like, ah, whatever. Um, he's gonna go back into his tent. He's gonna grab his armor because he feels something shifty going on. Hey, you're supposed his... to be keeping watch with me. Yeah, uh, you can keep crying, keep crying. Uh, <laughs> he grabs his armor, puts in his armor, and he comes back out. He's like, I don't know. There's, I just saw like purple lightning, purple light flash off in the distance. I'm not 100% sure what it is. So what kind of a game are you in the story trying to play? Um... What do you mean by game? Like she shows out of a, out of the blue with you, and then you're asked to come along with us. Mm-hmm. Just what is our plan, or what is like our, our plan in general is just to overthrow one, probably the government, and two, um, defeat the the resurrector. Um, from what we've seen and what we've observed, you guys do, you guys are really good at what you do. So, Astoria just wants me to just basically hang out with you guys and see if you guys are actually good at what you do. Well, here I'm telling you that we're not. Most of it has been luck. Hey, man, luck has a place in glory. But. What are you even doing here, man? Like, what? I just... I don't get you. So, what What in specific is it that you want to know about me? Why am I, like, with Astoria? Or why am I... 
Like, what, what in specific do you want to know about me, Caspian? Why are you with Astoria? If you really want to know how... Yeah, that's why I asked. This kind of all happened. Um, did you ever hear of an artificer named uh, um, Aser? No. Um, this artificer gained quite a bit of popularity in the capital with uh, goods, I guess you could say. A lot of politicians and um, royalty and richer people came to um, went to him and had things enchanted by him. And that person was me. I don't know if you know, but if you're not human or an Arakokra, you're kind of uh, looked down upon and shunned in this country. Have you ever noticed that? No. No? Yeah, well, you are. Um, and so I had been posing myself as a human, covering my elven traits, generally just by wearing armor. Um, and one day it was found out and a mob of angry people wanted me dead. And so a story helped me escape. You're posing as one of us. What do you mean by that? I mean, it makes sense that they'd get upset. That's all I'm saying. Because I wanted to be treated equally? Because I want to be treated fair? No. <clears throat> I think it's fair that you wanted to be treated like that. And that sucks that you're discriminated against. But like... Yeah, and so for, in order for me to be treated fair... I have to pretend like I'm a human. You think I like pretending I'm a human? Um, the arrogance that the human race has is disgusting. You think I enjoy pretending to be human? No. I see no point. That's why I'm with Astoria. Because Astoria doesn't see a point in me pretending to be a human either. Astoria wants a world where I can be an elf... And I can open up my own artificial shop wherever I want. And I don't have to be human to do that. That is what a story is promising. And that's why I'm with her. And if that's what she delivers, I don't care in the methods of how she delivers it. I don't. I'll do what's necessary to make that world come true. I guess that's a good goal. So, but we better keep an eye on it for this, this purple light. Nice. That's a fun conversation. All right. So are you guys done with your first watch? Yeah. I'll, I'll wake up rock. Oops. Hey. What? Get up. Uh, rock's going to go sit with. Skillet. Skillet. <laughs> <laughs> Sarek? Sarek! 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 And... It's like Derek. 
<laughs> Derek with an S. Derek with an S. Derek. Okay, yeah, he's just gonna say Derek. How's it been so far? Well, I've kind of decided Caspian's annoying, but... That's crazy. You should give him another chance, though. Because it's even funnier when he disappoints people the second or third time. Derek's <laughs> just gonna kind of look at Rock, and I... I'm sorry. Wow. You uh, you two don't get along, do you? No. <laughs> it's been a long road. It would have been much shorter if Caspian wouldn't have joined us. But, to be honest, I'm actually really glad that he's still here. Him and Samantha are like some of my only buddies. You know, I've known him since school. Nikel's gone for right now, but when he comes back, it'll it'll get better. I think it's not it's nice not to be like alone, you know. Didn't. Never mind. Um. But yeah, no, I get that. Being alone sucks. Yeah. So, this is awkward, but I I have a question for you. Okay. So how did you get Astoria? She's like, you know, you know. What 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 do you mean? Why how did I? You know, because like you you two great pair and whatever like it's good and it's good for you really. Oh, do do, do you think we're dating? What? Is is that what you're going for? Do you do you think we're like in some type of relationship? Uh yeah. Um, Astoria's my boss. That is about Ooh. where that ends. Dog, and he's gonna kind of hit his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is Sarah. Yeah, just no. Astoria has great ideals. Astoria's a great person, but not 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 like what I'm actively seeking right now. If that makes any sense. So you guys aren't like in a dating relationship? No, not what? Not not at all. No. Oh, not at all. Okay. Well, that's that's um. That's all I want to talk to you about. So. I I I liked a girl once, a couple times. Same girl, a couple times. Same as in you like Astoria? No, no, just like the same girl, and then again and again and again. Well, what happened? Why didn't you go for it? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, she's a nerd. Um, and she's way cooler than me. Um, and I, I keep getting hints that she's not interested. So. Well, Rock, I'm going to give you some advice that I wish I would have taken a while ago. You ready for this? Ready. Most guys will never, ever think that they're actually good enough for the girl that they want. That's normal. Alright? It's a normal thought process. The fact is, if you put yourself out there, I mean, personally, I find it better is if you try and get denied rather than never knowing at all. Because <clears throat> then you just wonder, what ifs? And so, don't let the fact that you think she's better than you scare you into not trying because it's not worth it. 
So just just go for it. Go for it. All the time. Every yep, time. pretty much. And the girl, the girl that you want, just be yourself. Yeah. That's what. Yeah, that's what the girls. That's what. That's what she'll be attracted to. She's worth your time. She'll be attracted to who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Next time. Next time I I see the nun. She has a name, but we just don't know it. Um. She's a nun. Yeah, she's like <laughs> super nun. Dude, well. I wish you the best of luck. He's a nun knight. Oh, really? For sure. Yeah, well, uh, I wish you the best of luck, Rock. Thanks. Do you think Do you think I have a shot? Why not? Can't see a single reason. Yeah, I mean, hey. I feel like I can't Hey, you know what, Rock? I, I, I heard an analogy back when I was when I was younger, and I had my friends in my village. Just because there's a shield doesn't mean that you can't hit. Nice. Well, then Rock's gonna be like, did your friends in the village die? <laughs> um. And Sarek's just gonna kind of get quiet. And just kind of, like, change the subject. So. Okay, my sister just died. Two days ago. <laughs> it's yeah, I'm Sorry about that, Rock. No, it's okay. It's cool. I just really need to talk about it. But, um, ladies, am I right? Sorry, or Rock, you can you can talk about whatever you need to, and I'll I'll listen. Thanks, man. You know, you're straight up. I really didn't like you at first. I was super jealous of you and, and your hair, and Samantha liked you right away. I just found you super intimidating. Oh. Um, I can be a pretty nice guy, so... Yeah. Um, Rock's gonna stare off into the stars. And Rock's probably yeah. just gonna like play on this instrument quietly, and, unless uh, Sarek says anything else. Uh, just like Sarek, you you kind of just notice like Sarek just like also just start kind of just like Ernst and like just looks at the stars and just lays there, just kind of sits there. All right, sweet. So as the as the second watch sort of comes to an end, you watch as the sun rises, and you guys are on the road again for the next day. Sweet. I have question. Since I yes. back help. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Thanks. For the yeah, you guys get a full rest for those. That stuff. Did you just stay in the cart? Yeah. It's not like we took her out. I would like to Let point out that I hid the between like That's the smallest the points because I'm a very small baby. So in the morning, it took him a second to find me, but I was still there. <laughs> That's actually really funny. Dang. <laughs> you like a can or something. I was like, <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. So for the next day of travel, just travel all day. Pretty much, yeah. Unless we run into bandits, in which case. Okay. I need three three people to roll a D twelve. All right, got it. Ten. Okay. Eight. Wow. Ten nine eight. We got ten nine eight. Okay, okay. So your second day of travel uh, goes pretty well. Nothing, nothing too much. A couple people pass on the road, but nothing at all. And you get into your next night. Uh, watches for the night. Samantha. Samantha's going. Samantha, and who's going with Samantha? I guess Ari's 
Sarek doesn't need sleep. That like, if you guys want to sleep, like, this is kind of like the conversation that he has. If you guys want sleep, take it. If not, I'm just gonna go do my own thing. Oh, we're talking like Sarek and Samantha, and, and then when Samantha's done, and, Samantha. and then Ari and Sarek. Sorry, Sarek. These are some good combos. I'm pumped. Okay, what's the combo? So, so it's Samantha and Sarek and Sarek and Ari. Okay, sweet. And for the first <laughs> night, it's. We First watch is Samantha and Sarek. Okay, you guys are up. Samantha is trying to look all cutesy, staring at the stars on a rock near the campfire that I'm assuming is happening. Yeah, Sarek is just kind of sitting over by the campfire. And so... <laughs> uh, Samantha, are you cold over there? <laughs> you should uh, you should come sit by the fire if you're cold. Okay. Yeah, this is by the fire. How close to Sarah? <laughs> oh, first far away. Okay. Wow. <laughs> far away. <laughs> so, what's your favorite color? Um, my favorite color, um, it was probably red. <gasps> my sunset red. Okay. Um, why is it red? Um, I don't know. Honestly, I couldn't tell you. It just is. As Sarah says that, I stretch and switch over. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I like sunset red because fire season and it's so pretty. That sounds horrible. Anyway. So, I think I asked before and you didn't tell me very well what your story was. Um, I'm from a small village um, to the east of uh, Fatonia. Um, I kind of grew up there. Um, my parents, I guess you could say, moved away in a sense. And I got, uh, I, I stayed in the village and kind of just raised by the village until I turned about 13 or 14. About 13 and a half, and then I left. And yeah, ended up meeting Astoria. And I liked her her vision or her ideas, ideals of, an, of the Fatonia that she wants to live in and wants to create. And so. Well, um, that is so interesting. I'm so grateful that you shared that with me. But let's get on a different topic that doesn't involve what's your face. Um, what's your favorite animal? My favorite animal? Yes. Um, well, I grew up kind of in the woods, and so I'm really familiar with, like, bears and that kind of stuff. So probably bears would be my favorite animal. Bear? I love bears. I do, a, like, a body roll, like, and 
pop back up. Still not close yet. Close. <laughs> well, one day I hope to see it work perfectly. And bears are great. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty cool. So what about you, Samantha? Where are you from? Well, you know, um, <laughs> um, you know, my memory sometimes a blur, so I don't quite remember. I think I think it started with an H. Anyway, <laughs> that, that's okay. Yeah, when you remember, you should yeah. let me know. My story is, in case you're curious, um, well, I am a half-elf, and I speak dragon, so I must have something with dragons? <laughs> I think I might have. <laughs> um, it's a wonderful place, and I don't quite remember, but from what I understand, I was raised humbly. <laughs> And oddly, I guess. Um, I oh, here is an important question, dear friend. Whom dost thou worship? Who do I worship? Ooh. Yes. I don't know if I have a specific god that I worship right now. Start staring into Zerg's face. Yeah, I. I Zerg doesn't have a god that he worships. So, <laughs> I scooch closer. Do you believe in the whole bird thing? Um, to an extent. I feel, I, I guess, the research I've done, the, the phoenix is one of three different, or I guess one of a group of three gods. And so that's kind of what I know. Um, and so do I believe that the Phoenix exists? Yes, but I don't believe that. I don't believe in the way that they worship the Phoenix, if that makes any sense. Intriguing. I appreciate you sharing with me. Um, I'm, I understand, with our kind, in a way, I, yes, I can't completely take that, because being half-elf. I need a little more rest than you, so pardon me, but... Yeah, if you get all, get all the rest you need, I got it. Thank you, bye! You have a nice face, okay? <laughs> there it is. Nice. So, as the... As the shift between Samantha and Sarek ends, who's the next shift again? Sarek and Ari. Sarek and Ari. All right, so let's jump into that shift real fast. Um, right as we begin, can I have one of you guys roll a d12? You got that? Yeah, I, I can do it. Okay. It is 11. 11. Awesome. Okay. So as you guys are starting to settle in to like your face, your stage, you know, sort of going around, I need both of you guys to make a perception check. I got a seven. I got a 19. Ooh, okay. So Ari, you're sort of just enjoying yourself, like 
keeping watch, right? Making sure everything's good and all. Um, Sarek, as you're sitting there, uh, you honestly begin to start to feel uneasy, per se. Um, there's sort of a cool breeze that comes over you. Um, as it's like something's just not feeling right. Um, I guess I would voice just, hey, Ari. What's up? Do you have, do you have an uneasy feeling? No, do you? I do. I feel like kind of something's watching us. It's but I'm not 100% sure. Something nearby? I think so, but at the same time, I can't be sure. I don't know. It's just it's just a weird feeling. Ari's going to stand up and draw one of her swords. I'm going to walk the perimeter. All right. I guess I'll, I'll come with you. Okay. So you guys are walking the perimeter. What are what are you guys doing as you're walking the perimeter? Okay. Sarek is, is searching pretty diligently, kind of like trying to, I guess catch the vibe of where that eeriness is coming from that he's feeling. Okay, so make a make a perception check as you're looking around. And correct me if I'm wrong, you have dark vision, correct? I have dark vision and keen sense. Okay. Sweet. I got a 12. All right, a 12. I got a 15 plus 3 for my perception plus 3 for my keen sight. So that is a 21. 21. Nice. So as you guys are sort of walking around, uh, just sort of checking the perimeter. Um, you're still uneasy, Sarek. You're like, something's not really going on. Like, it feels weird right now. Sort of this vibe that you've felt on your adventures when you know something's not going to, like something bad's going to happen. Mm -hmm. While you're there, you sort of hear just like, in the distance, um, sort of this like flapping noise, like a whoop, 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 whoop. Okay. Um, I look up. Nice. As I'm you look up, you see, um, you're not really able to make it out too well, but you see two dark flying things sort of hovering above you that sort of look looks like birds oh boy um are you going to notice that he's looking up and look up as well yes okay <laughs> i guess he would um he would tell ari to go uh go wake everybody else up we might be you know just in case nice i suddenly as if almost on cue, uh, you watch as like one of the bird begins to skydive down towards you guys. As the other one up in the sky comes down and lets out this horrendous screech. As this horrifying scream sort of comes over the whole camp that you guys are at. I need everyone to make a DC constitution throw. Saving throw. When we all wake up to that? Yeah, this scream just awakens all of you from the dead of sleep. As the sound pierces into your souls. <laughs> <coughs> um, real quick question, Kyle. Yeah. Are any of these trying to charm me or put me to sleep? No. Okay. I got a 21. I got a 12. You fall asleep if we're under what? Nine. Okay. No, I got a 12 as well. Hey. Um, I'm a pain. 
What did you get, Samantha? Six. Constitution saving throw, so whatever. So it's eight. Eight. And Ari, what did you get? I got a 21. So as the sound pitches, like the shriek, shriek goes on throughout, you immediately wake up in terror as most of you, except for Ari, are immediately just stunned in horror as you see this massive bird-like creature fly down into your camp with, like, two big wings on it, but then, like, two massive claws as the other one begins to hover low. I and would I like mi- to re-roll. I have advantage on saving throws against being frightened. Mm. Um, it's stunned, not frightened. Not frightened. Slight difference. And we're gonna we're gonna call it there for this session. What? I didn't get a chance to be the hero yet. <laughs> <laughs> yet. You were so tempted, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. We're we're excited to be back, and we're excited that hopefully we can make some great content for you guys tonight. Or, yeah. Thanks for joining, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Dungeon, dungeon, dungeon. Dun- Dungeon. No, 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 no. Dungeon. Dungeon house. Dungeon. That's nice. Ooh, house. House. All right, sweet. Special thanks to all of our listeners and supporters on Patreon. The ambient music was produced and created by Michael Gelfie. Intro and outro was produced and created by William Heaton. Check out our website at www.thedungeonhouse.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Dungeon House. Will this temperate teenager group continue their crazy ambitions? After Ari got robbed, she went out immediately to find this gnome girl and knocks her unconscious and then kidnaps her just because she was robbed a little bit. Me personally, I was sort of confused that nobody in the party reacted. But this group is sort of a misfit group currently. With Rose dying and new members being added, I can definitely see how some of the members in this group are feeling sort of out of place. What will the group do with this new configuration? Will they really be able to work out their issues? Or will their differences cause them to fall in their next battle? Find out next time on The Dungeon House.